We give you praise this morning. We give you glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your wondrous works in our lives. Thank you, Prince of Peace. Thank you, I am that I am. Oh, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise be to Jesus this morning. Can you please open your mouth and say something wonderful to the King of Kings? He has watched over you. He has taken care of you and your family. Oh, only God knows the intention of the wicked one. Only God knows the kind of deliverances he brought when the enemy was attacking us on the hindsight. In the shadows, when we didn't know, thank him, thank him for protection. Thank him for preservation. In fact, thank him that after preserving you, he added on top. Give him praise this morning. Give him praise. Thank you, Jesus. All praise be to your holy name. All praise be to your holy name. All praise. Thank you, Jesus. We are still talking about power for success. And I'll try and finish today. Hallelujah. Power for success. Excuse me. And bear with my voice, okay? Uh, tiredness. But the Lord is, is our strength. Hallelujah. The, the thing about accessing God's power for a successful living is that God's power is stationary. It depends on you to access it. 
if he withholds it from you, then it means that you have to go look for it. But once the power is available, all you need to do is to what? Take. Hallelujah. And this morning, I want, to, I want it to be clear that God is good in our midst and he has decided to bless us. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, power for success is not just a message passing by. Did you hear what I said? It's not, it's not just a message passing. I want you to listen, and when you listen, do what I say. Hallelujah. Um, in the Bible, as much as it is a book, it is a way of life. You get it, the book itself. I showed you a scripture last Friday. Put it there, Galatians, um, I think Galatians 3 verse 8, where he says that scripture foreseeing. So scripture is a person and scripture can see. And the scripture foreseeing that God will justify the heathen through faith preached before the gospel unto Abraham saying in thee shall all nations be blessed. Give me another version. So scripture is a person. Scripture can see in advance. Hallelujah. That is why if you want the prophetic grace to grow, read scripture, meditate scripture. It opens your spiritual eyes. Hallelujah. I just gave you a clue. The prophetic office. If you want to manifest the prophetic, just meditate on scripture. Read scripture. Be familiar with scripture. You will see that your, that your eyes will open. Hallelujah. And the holy writings, seeing before the event that God will give the Gentiles righteousness by faith, gave the good news, the good news before to Abraham, saying, in you will all nations have a blessing. Next, give me another version. Praise Jesus. I want you to look at something here this morning. We are still talking about power for success. Please. I told you there's a price to pay for success, right? I said number one, desire. If you do not desire, you cannot become. If you do not desire, forget it. I mean, look at every person who is rich. The first thing they have in their heart is desire. Look, look at anybody who is successful. The first thing they have in their heart is desire. Because they desire, they are able to accomplish. Whatever you say to yourself that I will do in the name of Jesus, everything begins to gather itself to make it happen for you. So scripture, foreseeing that he will justify the Gentiles by faith, preach the gospel to our father Abraham. This is where I am connected to Abraham. By this scripture, I see myself as a direct descendant of Abraham. So everything Abraham enjoyed, I can and must enjoy. The whole world, nobody is blessed outside Abraham. Listen to me. Because Adam lost his place. Hello. So every blessing that we see on the earth is as a result of a man called Abraham. So when you are connected to Abraham by faith, in other words, by believing in Jesus, the very blessing of Abraham is placed upon your life. So the Bible says, and the scripture foreseeing that God will justify, declare righteous, put in right standing with himself, the Gentiles, in consequence of faith, proclaim the gospel, foretelling the glad tidings of Savior long before 
of a savior long beforehand to Abraham in the promise, in the word, saying, in you shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. In fact, the world, all the nations, is literally the word tribe. So that you don't have to think that it is for a certain kind of nation and for another nation, no. It is for a tribe. So if you are Khan, you are a tribe. If you are Ghan, you are a tribe. If you are Sisalaman, Prusi, Navrongo people, you are a kind of tribe. Once you connect by faith, it must happen for you. And I told you faith is simple. Just step out and do it. That is what faith is. Faith, no, it's not faith, please. Just step out and what? Uh-huh. Your desire will carry you on. Hallelujah. Now, I spoke extensively about desire last week, so I'm not going to touch on it. But the next thing that you, you need in order to have the price to pay for the power of greatness or to produce success and greatness, the next thing is this, is sanctification. What is sanctification? The Bible will call it holiness, right? But I want to show you something about sanctification. In this world, there are two kinds of people. When a man of God is set apart and they give him this thing, they pour oil on you, they give you a white clerical, they give you the cross. What they do is that you are sanctified or consecrated. Okay? When they consecrate you, it doesn't mean that you are a better human being than another person. No. But what it means is that you have been set apart for a specific role. Praise Jesus. So, when you look at the Bible carefully and it talks about sanctification, sanctification means that being set apart from the normal. Hallelujah. Sanctification means what? Being set apart from what? The normal. Now, what is it about this world? Everybody is a sinner, right? But the Bible says that Christ is our sanctification. Meaning that when Christ came, he set us apart from the normal folks. So, we are no more normal. Why? Because we have been set apart. So, the problem with exhibiting God's power is this. That people are normal and others are not normal. Are you listening to me? Whereas somebody will walk into the normal life challenges and say, ah, I am defeated. You walk in that same normal challenges and say, this is my place of victory. Do you understand? So, for example, when we say something is sanctified, what it means is that, for example, this nose mask I'm holding, if you cannot see, sorry, but if you can see, you are blessed. Now, this nose mask is considered to be a sanctified thing. Why? Because the purpose of the nose mask is to cover the nose, the mouth, or half of your face. Right? That is what it means to be sanctified. It means to be set apart for a specific purpose. So when we talk about sanctification, what, what are you doing with your life? How are you living your life? Are you living anyway, anyhow? Are you purposeful? That is the word. You are sanctified because you are purposeful. You are set in your ways to accomplish a specific thing. Praise Jesus. Somebody wants to do business, but they, they see somebody doing this. They stop the business. They go and look. Let me try it and see if it will work. No. Somebody said to me, tell your children, don't have two chances. Have one. I said, what do you mean? 
He said, everything you want to accomplish from a tender age, set your eyes on it. When you set your eyes on it, start working towards it. He said, if you don't work towards it from the time the vision hits your heart, if you start working towards it in the, when you are old, it is all over. I said, ah, what are you saying? He said to me, he said, because your desire is a tree of life. It doesn't just grow. It starts as a seed. When the person said that, I said, yeah, we have wasted time. We have wasted a lot of time. Now listen to me carefully. Whatever you want to do with your life, no matter how small it is, when you start and recognize it early, can you imagine if you are supposed to be a preacher and you start ministry at the age of 40 and God does not jump class in the kingdom of God. God does not do what? He does not. Oh, what being do do be class 10? Oh boy. Once you start at level one, all the rudiments of level one you have to go through. So when you finish studying the stage of level one, then he'll jump you to level two. He does not promote any way, anyhow. Because the Bible says that do not give your precious ornaments to swine. They will put it in the mud and trample on it. That is why success, even in the kingdom, does not come easily. Now let me tell you something. If I say easily, I'm talking about the fact that it is not everybody who can just bump into success. Because every time you want to succeed, you must set your life apart for that success. One of the things the Lord told me. Do you know in my life, there was a time for three years I didn't watch TV. So do you know what we, I don't used to watch cartoons on the laptop? What is that? Vegetables, vegetables, vegetables. If you are not a parent, you won't know how to sing these things. Right? You've been watching cartoons, whether you like it or not, you watch. <laughs> because you're a parent. Now, that's just by the way. My point is this. I asked the Lord questions on my ministry. And the Lord said to me, set yourself aside. Sanctify yourself. Meaning that be purposeful. Set your life in order. As you set it in order, I will give you the grace to venture it. So look at anybody who is scattered everywhere. There's a party here today. Hey, have you heard these jams? Hey, have you? You are scattered everywhere. Everything you are trying it. No. You must set your house in order. Set your life in order. I remember a story of a guy who was in the US, wanted to play NFL. And he was eight years old and he had a, you know, a role model in one of the top players. He said, I want to be like this guy. He, his father would take him to the stadium. He would buy him the guy's jersey. Everything he had was about the guy. Then the father noticed that this boy has a keen interest in the game and that superstar. Then the father said, okay, son, you want to be like him? He said, yes. He said, are you sure? He said, yes. It's okay. We are going to do something. Now that you are eight years old, we will start training from now. So by the time you are 21, you'll be like him. He said, how are you going to? He said, we'll jog down the street. After a while, we'll jog around the block. After a while, we'll jog into town and back. After a while, we'll go cross country. Do you know what happened? At the age of 19, he became a pro. The first person he bought a car in the house is his father. Listen, the point is this. The Lord, the, the, the father set everything aside and made him purposeful. I'm not saying don't do two things at a time. No. What I'm saying is that before you do another thing, make sure that you are stable in one. Hello. Hello. He said, let your eye be single. 
That is how your body will be flooded with light. Now listen to me carefully. When we say somebody is sanctified, this is what it means. Sanctification means, in Bible terms, the state of proper functioning. What is a wife for? When somebody marries a wife, what is it for? The number one goal, everybody wants to marry. You must look into the Bible and find out what a wife is for. It says, a help meet. It means that somebody has a vision and you are going to back the vision. If you get close to the guy and you see that his vision is scattered, either help him arrange the vision or when you see it is not working, left turn, right turn. Hallelujah. Purpose. The state of right functioning. It means the setting of a person or a thing apart for an intended use by the designer. Bible definition, it, is, it sounds English, but it's not English, it's Bible. Hello. So, when you are focused, what do you want to do in life? Set it up. Begin to head towards it. Towards it. I know a guy who made his mind that before he's 25, he'll be a billionaire. A millionaire. He wants to have one million dollars. And that guy, everything he does is this. He will go to Accra, look for the first the new product that is in town. You know, that is interesting. Once it is new and it is interesting, he will put his money into it. Truly. Truly. By the time I noticed, the guy got one million dollars in Ghana here. Not outside, here. As a man of God, the Lord told me, you cannot be doing everything and expect every perfect results. No. Hello. It is amazing how when you become a leader in society, you cannot dress anyway anyhow. I'm talking about power here. Power for success. Your, your way, the way you function determines how you are going to get to the end. And the scriptures are clear about this. Look at something. Take me to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 3. Look at something. I said sanctification means to function the way you have been set to function. That's all. The number one function God gave to Adam was what? Be fruitful. Multiply. Replenish the earth. Have dominion. And do what? And subdue it. So if that is what a man is supposed to do on the earth. If you allow the devil to subdue you. You are not living according to scripture. Be purposeful. Hallelujah. Please, you want to own a shop where they sell big, you, you are a wholesaler for cloth. You don't know how they cut cloth. You want to sell cloth. You don't know the exact measurement of a cloth. Oh, when we get there, we shall cross. No. No. No, 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 no. I learned something as a leader, Christian leader. I learned something. Everybody who sits under my ministry will, will begin to tailor their life like me. So if people sit under me and they are not blessed, it means that me, myself, I'm not being blessed. The Bible says, strike the shepherd and the sheep will do what? Scatter. What it means is that the leading of the sheep, the prosperity of the sheep is embedded in the shepherd. Listen. And what it means also is that it is the shepherd who leads you to the place of greener pastures. If he does not find it, forget it. You go hungry. And let me tell you something. In a church where you are not well fed, the Lord will take you from that church and put you into another church where you'll be well fed. 
That's what the Lord told me. So he told me something. I can give you great, great prophecies, but whatever, if you're not purposeful, you'll never accomplish it. Hello? Do you understand what's happening? I said the next sacrifice for you to do is to be purposeful. Stay single. He said, for this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that ye should abstain from fornication. Next verse. Go. That every one of you should know how to do what? Do what? Possess his vessel in what? And you, you don't know how to possess. You like every man. He has a pot belly. He is nice. He has six packs. It is nice. He has hair on his back. That one too, it is nice. He is very tall. You like. He is very short. You like. Who need purpose? Who need plan? Anything goes. Even food. Can't you see that your taste buds, they prefer some foods over some food? Even your tongue is purposeful. Hallelujah. He said, you possess your, he didn't say God will possess your vessel. And this is a physical vessel he's talking about. He said, you possess your vessel in purpose, in sanctification, in setting yourself aside for the proper function for which you were created. If you are called to do business, I can never shift you out of business. At most, you must be a, you must be an accomp, a great accomplishment as a person. You must be that kind of accomplishment, thereby allowing you to do other things in addition to what you already are. So with you are yet the only and Hello, hello, hello. You can be intelligent, but one you don't read the book, forget it. Abacadabra, it doesn't work. Yesterday I was watching that news video or something. He said they were going to write uh, their last paper for at medical school and, and something. They said there was a guy who comes from a certain region in Ghana where they do a lot of juju. Then he would say, stamp his feet and do Then you stamp. They asked him, what are you doing? He said, I'm charming all the vigilators. You see, he couldn't charm the answers. He charmed who? In teenagers, so yeah, the way you see, yeah. Ooh. When, when he said, I said, hey, Rade. <laughs> I said, oh. Imagine a doctor who is charming. When you go to him, what will he do? Hallelujah. Be purposeful, oh, my people. Hello. Purpose it in your heart like you won't go to the hospital. And anytime you have to go, it is because somebody requires your medical details. And when you go, they will find out that you are 100% well. Did you hear? Please, those of you who don't like exercise, start some exercising. When we come to church, dance. Dance. Oh, TBB so. I said, be purposeful. Don't just live anywhere, anyhow. Possess. Possess your vessel. Now, let me show you another thing about sanctification. In sanctification, is the, is the Greek word hagiosmos. It means to, to purify, to dedicate oneself or a thing. The action of making or declaring one holy or to be consecrated that which is for a purpose. And this is the part I like. The word, this word, sanctification, 
is the word hagiosmos in the Greek. It means a purifier. So what it means is this. He says that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel as a purifier and honor. Do you know what it means? Everybody who is purposeful, you are the one people will come to for a blessing. People want to go to there. It is said that the poor man has no friend. Bible said it's not me. But the rich man has many friends. Because success draws interest of men. One day I had a rapper that in his house, when you come, there's a Pepsi stand and a Coke stand. All the drinks you want to drink, there's a stand. You slot in the coin, then you take it. They used to drink in his house for free. Then he brought the machines. When you slot the coin, then you take the drink. Then all his friends finished. <laughs> or a sharp guy. You see, once you are purposeful, nobody can come around you and play with your life. Hey, you mean you engage with it? You can make mistakes, fine. But when you know that you are going straight, nobody should sway you off. So to be sanctified is to function in the proper order you have been created. That is how power is released for you. You try this one small. You try selling cars. Then you try tomatoes. Can't you look at the correlation? Then you move from tomatoes. You go into cassava. Then you try cassava small. Day. Listen, every business there's a challenge. Once you decide that this is what I'll do, stick there. Don't move. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. You will know in all the ins and outs. The Lord will back you. By the time you notice, that same thing is producing results. That same thing. That same thing. You, you must function in your proper place. Some of you, you know that you have been called to use your brain and the pen. Don't shift to using your hands. You don't have the strength. Hello. Hello. There was a time I was dealing with a young guy. And I noticed that when it comes to lifting, pushing, I want him, hey, hey, hey. Then I say, stop. I'm giving you a tax. Now use your head. He flopped. Hello. You must be purposeful. Know who you are. Know how you have been called to function. And function that way. Hallelujah. Hmm. There is this place in God where every believer must find himself to function. Find yourself there. There is this place. Find yourself and function there. Never shift focus. So you think I was coming to say something different. Right? This is what I'm saying. The way to release power for your life is to let your eye be single. Stay focused. Don't look here. Don't look here. Stay focused. Remember the children of Israel? They were crossing the Red Sea. The Lord did not give tributaries in the Red Sea. It was one. If you enter here, you enter the sea. If you go here, you he said, go straight. What I'm trying to put across is this. When your eye is single and there are challenges, because you're a believer, God comes through for you. The Egyptians were right behind them and they were about to catch up with them. The Bible says that and the Lord took out the wheels from the chariots and so the horses were running in place. You know what it means to run in place. You are going very fast but in one place. So they were running very, very fast but in place. So they were looking at the Israelites cross. They were going. They were going. They were going. And when they got into the middle of the sea, the Lord said, okay, here you can't move again. Here it is. Slow motion place. Once you set yourself to be purposeful, 
the power of God backs you. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Are you here with me this morning? Ecclesiastes 9 verse 8. There are certain things that the Lord puts on us to do. Let thy garment be always what? White. And let thy head lack no what? Look at something. The Lord is telling you that you make sure that your garment is white. And you make sure that your head does not lack oil. It is not God's responsibility or tone. It is not. It is your place to take charge of your life and say that in me, my lifetime, this one will go this way. This one will go that way. This one. You don't let, don't throw everything. It's not everything that is God's responsibility. In fact, he has finished everything. It is now your job to do it. And this is where a lot of people fail as believers. Because we are waiting for God to do miracles. Can I tell you? Miracles happen every day to the people who are purposeful. You function the way you are supposed to function. You know you are supposed to get to work at 8. You wait uh, every day at 8.30. Then they give you first query letter. Then you say, this they, they don't know. I even come at night. Then you come night. Another query letter. Then by the time you get to work, it is 10. Every day excuse. Every day excuse. Then one person will call you and say, hey, have you heard? After a third query letter, it's a dismissal. You say, oh, they won't do anything. Oh, forget them. That will happen. Then your boss will call you, come, come. We have a meeting with you. You go there, they say, please, you have been fired. <laughs> now, pastor, in one man here. Why should I suffer for you? Pastor, let's pray. I need a job. Why do you need a job? I have, I have quit. I have quit. Go to work on time. Rise up. Do what you're supposed to do. Close the time you're supposed to close. Don't run away from, from office and go and pray. You are not purposeful. You, you run away from office to go and pray. And it is not one. So every every once every week you you run. Are you not a liar? And I want to ask you, hello, you are working. Somebody is paying you to work for him. Then you run away, but you take the person's money. Be purposeful. And if you are here, you are an employee, an employer. Please, anybody who does that to you, sack them. Hello. Uh, did you hear what I said? I said, do what? There are many, many, many employees to come. Let nobody brag and say, I'm the one, I have the skill. I can do this, I can do this. Remember one day, a guy came to play keyboard for us. When we closed there, he called me, he said, Osofu, come. Osofu, you see the way the anointing flow today? There is a certain key on the keyboard. When I press it, then the <laughs> I say, you, it is your last. It has been the person's last. <laughs> hey, even if it is so, must you tell me? Purpose, purpose. You are sanctified for a specific use. I mean, why are you beautiful as a woman? Use what you have to get what you want. Sebi Jimmy Kasasa. And they are not saying it in the right way. Why are you beautiful? 
basically you can be beautiful to everybody but you must be beautiful to one person why are you intelligent it's for you to think to do the right thing don't think to do the wrong thing hello purpose you are sanctified for a specific use you, you know you have been called to do international business. So, makola, makola. Listen, rise up from within. Push yourself. Go into, listen, find. Those who look, they will find. Those who look, they will see. Those who knock, the door shall be open. Do you know your place in this world? Find that place and begin to work towards it. Gradually, little by little, little by little. little. Listen, you will not know the time you arrive. I have always seen it. Can I tell you a testimony? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? I went somewhere last two, three weeks. I went to sow a seed. It's the church where I was baptized. So if you know what I'm talking about, you know. Then I sowed the seed into the man's life. The man said, come here, kneel down. Then he laid his hands on me and prayed for me. After he prayed for me, then the following week, a guy from their church, another side, called me and said, I want you to do a program for me. Uh, bring me your picture. I, he didn't even ask whether you can do it. No. You are doing it by force, by thunder. I asked the Lord, I said, when you sowed the seed into his life, you opened the ministry, your, your, your international ministry for yourself. You are, you are not purposeful. Pastor, we don't have money. We don't have money, but you eat. Can I submit to you? You have been eating your seed. Listen. I say you have been doing what? Seeds are not meant to be eaten. They are meant to be sown. So don't, don't tell me you are doing anything. Are you, can I talk to you? Mutino, let them look at me. Thank you. Now listen, I, I, I went to my spiritual father and I gave him a seed. And he said to me, why are you doing this? I said, because you taught me well. He said, then prepare for explosion. One man called me last week. He said, I'm giving you 30,000 Ghana CD to build your first wall. You, and listen, and listen, you, you, are, not, you are not sharp. When you eat your seed, you are very average. You are very, very average. Because listen, there are a lot of people, the Lord is whispering divine wisdom and instructions to them how they can live their life and be blessed. But they keep living by the normal standards of this world. Because why? They are not sanctified for the glorious life. Why do you keep spending money you know it cannot take care of you? Why? The money you are spending, you know it cannot buy you the house. So it's why am I being so passionate? Because I want to see you rise as a sanctified person who does not live by the mediocre standards of this world because the system is designed to suppress the masses. So the way to get out of it is to use the principles of Zion so that you can live above the systems. But if you control your life and try to play by the rudiments, don't worry, everywhere is blocked. Everywhere is blocked. Why is it that 65 people die? Because after 60, they realize that, hey, I worked for a man for 35 years, 40 years, and now I'm nothing. I will encourage everybody here. You want to be rich? Start your own business. Are you young? Start your own business. I, listen, there's not everybody who must start because if you start, you fail. Pray and know what you must do.
Hallelujah. Do something with your life and don't stay normal. Anytime you step out to do something, the Lord begins to push you with his power. I said the sacrifice for power is to be sanctified. Be single-minded. Be focused and do what you're supposed to do. Every fashion is hitting you. Fashion, beard, me show. I'm also signed it, watch Pim! By the time we finish, I have 12, 15. Who knows? Now open it, open it. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. Because of iPhone 12, you, you are not holding, you possessing your body in the proper manner. He said, you let your garment always be white and let thy head lack no ointment. You are the one who must anoint yourself. You get up in the morning and say, today is a blessed day. Today I make cool money in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Quickly, let's move on. Please, I have a lot to share, but I will, I, will, I will have to run quickly because of time. The third price to pay is insight. Write it down. Is what? Insight. You want to be blessed. What do you know about the field you are in? Hello. It's not everybody who is called to be a pastor, right? So I cannot tell you that go and read the Bible alone. If you are an accountant, you don't read new accounting principles. Even if the old one, you have not mastered them. And generate your own new one or there are so many ways you can still do well in life. You are not reading. You don't have insights. How will you grow? Hello? 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 I said my to Hello? I want you to be sharp this morning. As a pastor, if I don't read, I keep coming. John 3 16. John 3 16. John 3 16. Every day, John 3 16. My wife and I, we used to be in the church. The pastor read from about five books Chronicles, Samuel, uh, which one? Isaiah, uh -huh. Jeremiah, and Nehemiah. Finish. I never heard from the book of Romans. But me, I'm at home reading the book of Romans. My real reality is in the book of Romans. I read the book of Ephesians. I see my real reality in the book of Ephesians. And he will take me back to the book of 1st and 2nd Samuel. 3rd and, and 11th Chronicles. Then I look at him and I say, Kai, it is not my fault. I am there. I'm not being fed. I am growing above the dish his dishing. I cannot eat. The food is this. I cannot eat it. It is, it is not good. It is too soluble. I need meat. I need, I need flesh to chew. It is not good for me. Then I say, ah, it's not my fault. I want to stay, but I can't stay. You know where you can come to church, but your life is not in church. You've not been there before. Ah, you, you are blessed. I have been there before. Then I said, I'm going. For a year and a half, my wife and I, we were at home. Reading our Bible. Yes. Yes. Let me tell you, nobody just goes anywhere, Keke. There is a purpose to everybody's life. Hallelujah. I said, get insight. Now look at this, this scripture carefully. Ezekiel 2 2. Powerful scripture. Hey. It, well, I said, get inside, right? I didn't say read. I said, get inside. Now look at something carefully. 
Let's say you're a business person in Kantamanto or in Makola. I want to come to the practical level. The people who are making it in Makola, you know them. But you are too proud to go and ask them. You know, when you ask and they don't tell you, it's another thing. But when you ask, definitely you find an answer to it. Hello. Hello. Madam, like you like this, it's a book she must sleep. If you don't know, you go to the shopping mall. <laughs> what are you going to do there? You are taking all your profit to go and do what? Give to a retailer. No. Be sharp. Oh yeah. Be sharp. For, I mean, you sell at Makola or a, a Cantamanto. You must know the, the, how the thing works. Get close to somebody who has been there five years, six years, seven years, eight years, nine years, ten years. Ask questions. You, you are not an island. You are not a champion island. Whatever you are going to go through, somebody has gone through already. Inside saves you from that. Now let me quickly answer this one. Mentorship is to fast forward your position as a great man. Did you hear? So, I know it all. I know it all. You don't have insight, yet you are proud. Poor but proud. You don't have it, but you are, you are too. You remain there. I'm talking about the price to pay for power in order to gain success. Who need insight? He said, and the spirit entered into me. I found out that the, the Lord has blessed us our time than these people. They always have to read. Ours now we have videos to watch. We have tapes to listen to. And now we have the things to read. So we are blessed on them. Now look at something. Yesterday I was watching Pastor Mensa Otabel on a specific topic. And I was telling my wife. He said that anything that conquers people, he, he ventures. I said, hey. he said, if he hears, anytime he hears that there is a big restaurant mm, and it is expensive. He said, for the fact that they say it is big, it is expensive, he will go there. What is he going to do? Conquer it. He may not, he said, I may not like the food, but I will eat it. The idea is that I must conquer it. And I took my time to listen to this guy. I said, then he was talking. He said, that is how greatness comes. Identify greatness and attach yourself to it. Identify people who are doing well and attach yourself. Inside, gain insight, gain insight. My brother called me when he was doing his uh, thesis. And he said, he wrote to a journal that has a big factor. And when he wrote to them, they rejected his paper. But they said he should rewrite and come. And they cited the thing that it is brothel. Listen, it is brothel. Then I said to him, now the Ghana brothel, now the church America for brothel, England for now Australia for brothel. I said, stop. Go and get another person who has already written to the journal and has been approved and is part of the journal. And I said, read the way they construct their English. He finished reading. He said, um, from your setting way. Then he started writing in that same style. Pam! It was approved. The next letter that came to him from America, they called him Dr. Boafo. Come. And we want you to come and lecture. You are poor, but you are proud. 
Once you seek knowledge, something will happen. By the way, after I listened to Dr. Mensah Otabel, my spirit so agreed with him. In my dream, I saw him laying his hands on me. You, you see, you see, it is a multiplicity of anointings. Won't pay insight. Shatawale is saying, Shatawale is saying, who life pass, she said, Shatamubobra. Shatawunya, if you, we knew any problem. But I remember a musician went to a secondary school with tattoos all over himself, his body. He said he's going to advise the students. And then the headmaster said, Oh, please, there's nothing in you that my people can't get. He got angry. I said, ah, like you have to go to the nightclub. There you can inspire people. But in the church or in a school, a public domain where all minds have gathered to be inspired. You say, I'm a Grammy Award winner. I say, hey, if I'm a Grammy quarter baby, now would you say, would you say, I'm growing you are. Doctors are coming, lawyers are coming, pastors are coming, people of renown, scientists are in that school. And you want to use tattoo, tattoo. Rasta ni we share and the Get insight. Once you have insight, the Lord backs you. The Lord is a Kai, this one. Every equipment is set in place. Let me bless this one. I go school. She then I was saying me could be sunny at Chile. Okay, we didn't say befa, we didn't say befa. O being some and sanombuame. But we are proud in Tilbekawa. Hallelujah. He said, and the spirit entered into me. No wonder I saw him lay his hands on me. And the spirit entered into me when he spake unto me, set me upon my feet that I heard him that spake unto me. What are you reading? What are you reading? You must do medicine. You are reading horror books. Who is serious? Hello? Church, can I tell you the truth? That is why you remember I told you the reason why we don't do midweek service in the day. You know why I told you? Listen, I will encourage everybody go to work. When you close, come, let's pray and believe God that the Lord will prosper the work you are doing. Hello. Into Wednesday, Tuesday, who ja who? Before you get up Thursday, somebody has taken a decision over your life on in the Wednesday night. That's Tuesday and upon Sunday, I'll be sorry. I'll be projecting to Friday. And I can't get my beer. I can't get a phobia. I can't get a phobia. Many people who are here, I'm a banana. 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 Hallelujah. Mommy, Proverbs 26. Verse 20. Where no wood is, the, there the fire goeth out. So where there is no tail bearer, the strife ceaseth. Did you get it? You don't have firewood. How would the fire burn? Mommy matches, wife. Mommy matches. Give me a match. Give me a match. Give me a match. It's okay. 
They give you the match. Then you go. You don't have firewood. To make matches, Nisa, Anna, Wushigu, and Abel Kanya. Hello. When the Lord was giving me this message to preach, He said, Tell them, my power has always been available for them. It is because they don't know their part to play. You see, seemingly in a time where people are not supposed to make business, right? That's what the time your business was booming. Why? Because you stepped out to do something. The Lord will bless. He said, I'll bless the work of your hands. Lord, we, 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 don't, we don't work. I receive. I receive. I receive. I receive. It is passing through here. The Lord does not bless idleness. Can I tell you something quickly? The Lord does not bless disorder. He blesses order. That is why I have decided that in this church, we will change a lot of things. For example, ushering. I've spoken to them. The choir is going to get their own today. We have, we have to be orderly. Can I give you the scripture reference? Genesis. The Bible says, and the spirit of the Lord hooved upon the water. And something happened. He said, and there was chaos. And the Lord said, let there be light. Why light? Light brings clarity. It brings sight. It brings knowledge and understanding. And brings orderliness. After the first day there was light. The second day he said, let there be. Until he set the day's emotion. He couldn't bless it. It is when he had finished everything. The, the Lord, the Bible said, and he blessed his creation. Hallelujah. Can we use the life of Jesus? The Bible says, and Jesus, he said, these people are hungry. Give them something to eat. He was just doing them that pattern. And then finally they agreed that somebody has some bread and some fish. He said, let them sit down in certain numbers. Order. Hallelujah. The Lord does not bless this order. He blesses order. So you go to a church, you say, hey, they are orderly. honor oh, blessing. Every blessing that comes with order, I will take it. Every blessing that comes with spirituality, I will take it. Every blessing that comes with hard work, I will take it. Listen, three things you can never have outside the blessing of God. Disorder, confusion, and strife. You will never progress. Hallelujah. He said, without wood, the fire goes out. Without knowledge, you have to get knowledge. Get understanding. Why do they do the things this way? How do they do it? Before we set up our uh, internet broadcasting and everything, I, I went to a pastor friend and I went to his midweek service and I sat down. When they invited, I deliberately wore t-shirts and jeans and sandals so that you cannot make me sit in front. Then I sat by the technical people and I was observing. Okay, so this is what they have, this is what they have, this is what they have. When I finished, then I called Moses, you remember? I said, we are going to do the same thing. Then we set it up. Then later on, that my friend called me. He said, hey, who do you need a class in me? I said, uh, Mr. F. Hoba, I betted it. What do you say? And it sounded, and I read on it, and on the internet, they said that people, when people are watching a video, and the video is not clear, but the sound is clear, they can still watch. But if your video is clear and the sound is horrible, they won't watch. I say, ah, what it means is that 
in a video setting, sound is better than the visuals. I went to a place, I bought that mixer, expensive. I brought another guy, look at it and buy it. Hey, I can't buy it, it's expensive. I said, to now, when you've been hearing ting, 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 and everything that appears here is coming, you think it is a joke. I read, I gained insight into how to do it so that it will be quality. Hallelujah. great. You want to be successful. The power is available. Set yourself to do it. There's another scripture. Proverbs 4 verse 2. Look at something. Look at something. Get inside somebody. For Proverbs 4 verse 20. Sorry. Verse 20. My son, attend to my words. Incline thy ears unto my sayings. Next verse. Let them not depart from thine heart. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are what? To those who do what? And they are to what? Look at something. He spoke about two categories of blessings. In insight. In getting understanding. Getting knowledge. Getting wisdom. He says something. They are life. The word life is the word Yasha. That's where we get the word Yeshua, Meaning Jesus. Life. You understand? And the next one he says health. Meaning the word. It is the word mape. It means medicine. Not only is it medicine that repairs. But it is medicine that creates. Do you understand the difference? What it means is that as you gain insight. You are doing something with your life. You are progressing your life. At the same time anything that is for. You begin to do what? Repair. Is it, it is amazing. Once you decide, say, Mommy, where are you successful? You are not going to be able to do tactics. You are to be able to do the tactics. You are not going to be able to do the I will go and learn. Once you learn, something will happen to you. Before you notice, you begin to get the same results that woman gets. So the Lord is telling you, He said, Listen to my word. They bring you life and they begin to repair. And they begin to bring promotion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, somebody. Are you ready to succeed? I need people who step into the marketplace and say, Ha, the power of God is backing me. Today, I sell more than anybody. The power of God, it is making room for my client. And you say, How was it? Um, we can't complain. In fact, your demeanor complained. <laughs> you just complained. How was it? it was good? How much did you say? Only 100 cities. But how was it? Oh, it was good. You know, we are, we are climbing. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus, somebody. Are you here with me? The fourth thing is the, prior, the, the price of prayer and fasting. That's why I make us fast every month. Two years, we pray for fasting. Who did he do do? Who bought the new bread? Hallelujah. The Bible says that <laughs> put the flesh down so that you can heighten your spirit. Now, there's a certain Bible verse in Akan Bible chapter 80 verse 3 million. It says that se ajina nye juma who bought the new bread. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? 
Prayer and fasting. You cannot dodge it. Eh? After you pray, something happens. I won't go into prayer and fasting because I've taught on it several times. You just kind of open the, the realms for yourself. This favor goes away. Favor begins to come. Bless it. That is why we pray and fast. So please, let's do it. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. The faith price to pay is the price of praise and worship. Praise Jesus. Let me quickly talk about this one. Listen, when I, when Sophomami taught us on praise, you remember, it was a remarkable time. I decided to implement everything she said. I get up. Still, I do. Eh? You know where sometimes you forget and you lie on your bed and you're about to cock the gear and all then you hear. You did not bow this evening to give me thanks. One day my wife asked me, who should be a better one? I said, I'm a guy. So do you know what I do? In order not to be in the mood, I roll. Then my knees will touch the floor. Then I wash. Then I lift up my hands. I say, Daddy, thank you for today too. You did what no man could do. Thank you for life. Thank you for strength. Praise and worship. We've taught it already. I can't talk about it. But when you praise and you worship, you have an extraordinary advantage over any man. I wish I could go in there small. Now look at David. The Bible says that David was a man after God's own heart. So God decided to bless him so much that even when he was blessing him, he said, he said, listen, listen to what he said about David and Solomon. He said, I will put your son as a, as a king over Israel. And when he does something against me, meaning God saw that Solomon obeyed Jimmy for Kakra. But God said something. He said, even if he does something wrong against me, he said, I'll do something. I will use the rod of men to punish him. But his kingdom, I will never take away from his hands. Why? Because the man knew how to praise and worship God. It is time to praise and worship. And Satan will rub us. I won't preach it, but I'm just saying. Now, your life will never be the same. You see the way they, they come out of their hearts and they bless us every day. Receive the blessing that way by joining them to praise God. Hallelujah. Quickly, I'd like to talk about the benefits of power. Then I close. Number one, power brings dominion. Power brings dominion. Psalm 92 verse 10. Power brings dominion. But my horn shall thou exalt like the horn of an unicorn. I told you this word is not a unicorn. Unicorn is not in the Bible. Unicorns are myth. It is the word rhinoceros. Hallelujah. Uh -huh. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Every time you worship, anointing flows. These are the benefits of power. You are you have dominion. Can I tell you something? Do you know that if you are not in charge, you have been discharged? If you are not in charge, you waste in jail. Once you are not in charge, the enemy has discharged you. But once you are in charge, you tell the discharging. 
Hallelujah. Point number two, healing. When I, when I, the, the next thing, the benefits of power, healing. In fact, let me go on to say divine health. So that you are somebody who carries divine health. I'm teaching you, I'm teaching you. You carry divine health. Imagine if we become 5,000. When we become 100,000, when we become 2 million, 3 million, and we are spread all over the world. And I, I have to pray for every church member. Pastor, my waist. Receive healing. Pastor, my jonko. Will I even have time to eat? Let alone sleep. Exactly. So by the teaching of the word, he said, the word entered into me and his spirit lifted me up. It is the teaching that, that builds. Hallelujah. The next thing that happens with the benefits, or the next thing that happens with power is this. The benefits of power is that it brings promotion. It brings promotion. Let's read this one. First Samuel chapter 16 verse 13. It brings what? Promotion. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. So the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord, right? When you read it in the Hebrew, it is the word, the spirit of lordship. The spirit of what? Meaning that he rose up to become the Lord over all of them. No wonder even when he was in the cave, they ran to him, picked him and said, come and become a king over us. Hallelujah. Number number five, number four. The benefits of power, it brings prosperity. <laughs> Psalm 92, verse 12. It brings what? Prosperity. Power. Look at everybody who is in power. They are rich. I want to ask you. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Do you know what a cedar is? It's one of the biggest desert trees. Amazing. When people are going down, you are rising up. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Point number five. Please, when you go home, read through again. And look at the benefits and desire. Everything, every sacrifice I told you to pay for, pay it. Be focused. Be purposeful. Get insight. Okay? Get knowledge. I also said, praise the Lord. Worship him and do prayer and fasting on your own. <laughs> Hallelujah. And then the point number five, it brings defense. Give me verse 11 of this. Psalm 92 verse 11. It brings defense. Have you seen what is happening? He said, my eyes also shall see my desire on my enemies and my ears shall hear my desire of the wicked that rise up against me. You will see it. They come up against you, they will flee. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Can you please rise up to your feet with me? You thought I was going to say something. Who Dios? Yeah, this is what the Lord gave me. This is the message. Hey. 
The Lord has given us power to do everything. We are not going to deny ourselves the opportunity to do great for God and ourselves. Men person obi or them hebia will ever think that I cannot succeed. The way you are, be at it, be purposeful. You will succeed right in the face of adversity. Hallelujah. Never ever look to failure. Your source is not from failure. Your source is from success. Set your heart in order. I just need your heart, not your environment, just your heart. Hello. Hello. Your heart can be outside of the place. Your body will follow. You live in a certain house. You say, Kai, I don't want to live here again. I see my heart. I see myself living in a mansion. Before you notice you are there, your body will be dragged along as your mind takes you. Hallelujah. Lift up your hand with me. Say, Daddy, I am empowered. Today, because I have heard your word that gives me strength to do great things both for my life and the kingdom say daddy this morning I accept it I walk in it and I materialize it in the mighty name of Jesus now lift your voice begin to pray speak in the language of the spirit oh yes 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 pelwe tayata lakata prendulu prentelekete prem feli fifi goze gede gede goronde levregoza oh king of glory king of glory king of glory libo robo delelegede zonde levregedeza rada dada dada kaduze yebrege delebege lozoko deva zebelo pelo talikale telego segedeva mayo telebege diveva Oye telebrege dova Oye telebaga duze yeba Eyaiye 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 zembelebrege segedebe dusa yeba Thank you for your power Thank you for your power Thank you for your power I give you praise I give you glory in Jesus mighty name Hallelujah 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 I want us to have understanding. Once you set out to do what you have to do, as a child of God, the whole world will back you. Did you hear what I said? I said the whole world. Everything that God is will back you. And you will succeed with that which you have in your hands. Never ever consider failure. It is not your portion. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, amen. Can we have the communion? Let's invite Sunday school to come in.